My name's Gerns and welcome back to Mango Masala, the South Asian show. I'm also joined by Simran here on stream. How are you doing? Hey guys, how's it going? I'm alright. Um, how are things in Slough? Um, super exciting and interesting as always. <laughs> Obviously there's so much to do here. <laughs> I mean, you sound sarcastic, but surely if you're close to London, there's always stuff to do, right? Yeah, it just depends how much I want to abuse my bank account that day. Fair enough, yeah, it is. We were talking about this last week, weren't we, how it's ridiculously expensive down there. Ridiculous. Like, there are, actually, to be fair, there's actually a lot of places, like, around here where you can go, and I've been trying to, like, venture out more. So, like, when we went to, like, Portsmouth and stuff, it was nice, and it was, like, different places down south that weren't, yeah. like, hours and hours away, but were still nice. I mean, they're still more spenny than, like, Manchester and Liverpool and stuff but that is kind of what you're going to get here but obviously it doesn't hurt as bad so it's not too bad fair enough no it must be nice yeah. like having that at your fingertips like because it's a London as well you can get a train anywhere really yeah that's why like a lot of people like some of my friends from like East London and so they're like oh you can't like it's too long for you to get over here I'm like that's still like an hour that like, doesn't really bother me like an hour of traveling now is like nothing I think like on the trains like it doesn't really bother me like it's not that difficult to get around London I think once you're in mm. London it's so easy to navigate like around it's not like the um, what's it called like quite a lot of Asian cities where it literally takes like multiple hours to get to from one yeah. side to the other like uh not a fan yeah. of that in the heat but anyway, in other news this past week, obviously England are into the final of the Euros. I know you're not that much into football. Have you watched anything? Yeah, I watched the Spain-Italy one and I watched the England and Denmark one. I've kind of gotten into it. <laughs> At the last minute. I thought you were going to say that you watched Spain and Italy, but not England and Denmark then. No. <laughs> I watched them both and they were both good like I actually kind of got into it I was only watching it at home and stuff like nothing like crazy mm -hmm. but um they were low-key kind of like usually I don't sit through like a 90 minute football game like I get so bored like I just can't even pay attention to it or I'm on my phone or I'm doing something mm -hmm. else the entire time but like these two games I've actually been like kind of invested like as much as I can be you know yeah this is what I find I'm by no means a football fan because like you say mm -hmm. i just can't commit to that much time like watching 90 minute games like every week like it's just i don't have the time for that or enough interest to do that but when it comes to tournaments like the euros or the world cup there's something about knowing that it's like a limited amount of time and also like mm -hmm. i feel like because it's england as well you kind of feel more of like a a rooting to it like the sort of like more everyone in england is kind of like supporting the same team sort of thing rather than it being at clubs where like everyone's like this or that yeah. sort of thing but yeah no yeah, I feel like it, it does kind of bring us together in a weird way like in a good way though and like it means that we can all rally behind one kind of cause when especially when we're doing well like now like now I feel like everyone's happy you know mm. like regardless of what's going on like everyone's in kind of a good mood at the moment yeah this is the thing like so I actually went to um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's in um, Manchester near the Piccadilly station. It's called Escape to Fry Island. No. No. It's like they set it up during lockdown. It's kind of like this massive, mainly outdoors space. So obviously that was That's really cool. convenient for COVID. And it is, it's really yeah. nice. It's ridiculously expensive, but it is, <sighs> is a good time. Um, but I went to, I man, my friend managed to get um, a table to go and watch the match there. So I went there and... It was the first time that I had actually been somewhere um, watching a match 
where everyone was like specifically there to watch the match like it was a screening and honestly it felt so different it was actually again I'm not really a football fan but there was something so nice about being there and everyone kind of being on the same level and everyone being so into it but I couldn't help thinking like do you think like because obviously we know that football fans sometimes can get a bit out of hand I was literally like, it's a lose-lose situation because what's worse? Is it worse if they lose or if they win? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're out and about, to some extent, the result doesn't matter that much because like people are just happy to kind of be there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then I feel like when you're maybe in like a quieter setting with like some maybe diehard fans or like whatever, like then it might be a little bit more touch and go like I feel like people like really really care are you in those places where like um people are like really super into it and they're like in the pubs and they're like really like mm. to kind of um bring back to what you were saying a few weeks ago like the kind of nationalist people that like, people really they care on like a deeper level yeah. than me and you would care they care about it like way more than than it just being football they care about it because it's England and they have like a lot of pride in that I feel like those are the kind of people that would take it actually badly and probably would get in a bad mood about it. I mean, you've probably mm. seen the um, uh, the campaign ad for, like, um, nobody wants England to win more than women because domestic yeah. violence goes up, like, 46% when they lose and stuff like that. Like, it's just crazy how um, into it some people get. So I feel like there's different circumstances where I think it can go one way or the other where if they lose, people would kick off or it might get a bit rowdy. Or then there's a lot of other circumstances where, like, no matter what the result is, a lot of people are just kind of happy to be out. Yeah, exactly. Like if you if you just go on social me- media, you will see like the past few nights, like the streets are just like crazy. I think because the additional factor of everyone's been so like pent up, like in lockdown. I was gonna say yeah, like this year especially, I can't see people really getting rowdy no matter what the result ends up being on Sunday because I think people at this point are just really happy to just be out and about. Mm. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, I was literally like thinking about you know you see all those videos of like just people in the street like jumping on cars like all this type of stuff i was literally like that is going to happen like you say regardless of whether they win whether they lose so i was just thinking which one would they actually be more would more damage be caused for you know what i mean like you know you have people that like i feel like if it, if we lose you're gonna have people that are gonna get really angry and kind of rowdy regardless but they probably would have gotten angry and like violent or rowdy regardless of the result because they were just probably like had a lot to drink or whatever like it's kind of those sort of people i want to say without being too like generalizing um and then you're gonna have a lot of people that are just there like you know like 80 percent just to be out and be out like in, for, in a city for the experience and be like with their mates mm. and watch the football and then kind of don't really like obviously would care they are football fans but like wouldn't their mood wouldn't change based on what the result's going to be either way it was a fun night out kind of thing mm, for sure i don't know i suppose but, fingers if there's any football <laughs> fans listening please have a good time on Sunday regardless, but don't... Be safe. Don't, yeah, be don't safe. Be don't break people's property. Yeah, don't break um, property or people for that matter. Just don't get into any scraps or anything like that. Everyone be That's the thing, I can see that happening because there's so many scraps that happen on a normal night out on like a Tuesday night in Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? Like the people just scrap for no reason yeah. for fun. So the fact that like people don't need a football game or a big football game for this to happen... Forget yeah. one where we potentially could be winning for the first time in what fifty five years, I wanna say. Yes, it's the first it's the first time that the England men's team get that in there has been in a major yeah. tournament final since nineteen sixty six when they were when they won the World Cup. 
So it is a big thing. That is quite crazy, Cuba. That is a big that is a big amount of time since that's been a thing. So I guess I mean, you know, today they're showing the ninety they're showing the nineteen sixty six game on BBC one or something in uh, colour. Yeah, in channel four in full colour. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty interesting to be fair, but God, people are like really crazy over this. Obsessed. I mean, which to put it into perspective, like the amount of time that it's been since um England the England men's football team was in a major tournament final. The last time they were in a major tournament final, it was four years before Gareth Southgate was even born. So, yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, I do understand why people are, like, really into this. And obviously, like we've said in past episodes, that, like, football is such a big part of the culture in this country. So with that combined with, like, the end of lockdown, end of lockdown, I say, um, it's become, like, there's so many different factors at play here that I really do think it could go like one way or the other, depending on if we win or lose. Like my friend, for example, went out for the Denmark game in London and it was like an outdoor seating area. And by the end of it, obviously we'd won. By the end of it, they had like park, wooden park benches. There was like none of them that were left after that. They'd all been like destroyed because people were jumping on them and like breaking them on purpose. And they were just like, she showed me like a Snapchat. There was like planks of wood on the floor just everywhere. Uh complete damage uh yeah please guys if you're listening don't don't do that um, yeah i was like there's people that have to clean that up and stuff like it's just a nightmare and um obviously what do you get out of it like you just break that bench and then you go home when you're like you go on with your day you go home whatever like it's um you know you have to think about the people that are that have to sort that mess out afterwards yeah but it's exactly. just like yeah people people i think are going to be rowdy regardless of the result or whether we win or whether we lose it's just going to be like a different level of rowdy, I think. Like, if we're like, if we win, maybe it'll be like a lot of like celebrations together. Everyone will be like hugging each other and like people will be getting along really well. And then it might be like the complete opposite if we lose. Yeah. Which could be scary. I mean, that's the thing as well. Like, not that it would be justified people breaking stuff if we lose, but it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, at least then it's kind of like, they're taking their frustration out on something. Again, I'm not condoning that. I'm, I am definitely condemning it. But at least it kind of... You can link the two together. Whereas if we win, there's lips, there's literally 100% no reason why you would want to damage it. Like, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, well. Um, the other thing, obviously, is... We're actually... I only realised it today. Today's July the 10th, which means that... Not this coming Monday, but the Monday after is July 19th, which is meant to be Freedom Day. So I imagine on Monday they must have to be making an announcement to say whether or not that is definitely going to happen. So what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I suppose I think they are going to say it's going to happen, you know, because at this point, like we said this about, what was it, June 12th, the last one? June 21st, sorry, June 21st. Yeah was the last one and we i remember saying this with you a long time ago being like if people don't get june 21st there are going to be riots people are going to kick off like people are going to absolutely lose their minds um to be fair we got quite lucky in that they did delay it and that didn't happen or that i know of anyway i mean people were probably obviously frustrated but like i don't think people really took to the streets more than they were already yeah i Um, i was fully expecting again not not in saying that people should do this but this is what i was expecting i was expecting if june the 21st didn't go ahead that everyone would literally be like full-on rioting and like literally causing havoc Mm -hmm. and i was pleasantly surprised that they didn't to be honest like 
Um, obviously, I I, I get people frustrated, but I'm sorry. yeah, I was just saying, I get I get yeah, people I frustrated, think... but yeah, yeah, I think a big part of it that was that you know things had started opening from April twelfth, and then like we had a good few months of like being able to go out. People were doing the bottomless brunches again. People were able, and obviously you know the substantial meal thing at the window, went thing went out the window. The kind of rule of six outdoors went out the window. So and then at that point, everyone had adapted to being outside anyway. People were drinking pints in the rain. Like mm. <laughs> people kind of got back to normality as much as they could. And I feel like a lot of people were doing things in the in the house and stuff, like getting their friends around and sitting in the garden. You know, kind of as many as they wanted weddings kind of went back to somewhat normal again um mm. so i feel like because of that that's probably what prevented people from really kicking off when they delayed it to july 19th but um yeah i was surprised as well mm. i really thought that people would be like rioting and stuff people would be like fuming so again not saying that people should do this <laughs> but if july 19th gets cancelled on monday do we think that people might not react as well? I think at that point, people might think that the government are taking the mick a bit. Like, at that point, you've already delayed it a month. And, like, I think a lot of people may take the stance of, like, what is another month going to do at this point? Because, obviously, the cases are kind of getting high again. Yeah. Um, I, I saw in the news this morning that doctors have said that it's going to get worse before it gets better and like a lot of people have already like officials have said that the wiser thing to do is to delay it but I think at this point the people need appeasement and they're like desperate to get out and in its entirety I think people are really ready to ditch masks as well which I'm not okay with I personally am yeah. going to be wearing my mask still this is one thing that I don't understand is that obviously they're in they're they're removing the mand if july 19th goes ahead as planned they're going to remove mm -hmm. the mandatory mask rule and i just don't get why people are so keen to do that like i get it mm -hmm. like, like obviously they're really uncomfortable they make you sweat especially like me with like i can imagine like um if you wear makeup that gets over it and me with like facial hair it gets really sweaty and nasty mm -hmm. like i don't like it but it it makes sense like you're wearing it for a reason that showed like the amount of people that didn't get flu last year just by wearing masks exactly. like yeah so I yeah i'm not ready to ditch the masks i feel like i still want to be wearing the masks where i can like especially when i'm on like public transport and stuff i was saying this to my mom yesterday and i was saying like my demographic age-wise is the um most or has portrayed at least to be the most like selfish age group so far. So I feel like if I'm going out clubbing in a week and a week and a half time, and then I have to get the tube home, I want to be wearing my mask on that tube because I want to kind of be considerate of other people. Because if they're not choosing to go clubbing, if they're out for like reasons that are like necessary for them to be out and they want to still remain safe, it's kind of on my shoulders to make sure they're safe as well. If I'm going out and doing something that, you know, has been, illegal for the last year and suddenly made legal and like obviously is a massive transfer of germs and bacteria potential covid hotspots basically um i should be doing my bit to kind of keep others safe where i can and wearing a mask to me doesn't feel like you know it doesn't feel like a restriction of my freedom it doesn't feel like an invasion of like my rights or anything like that it's literally just wearing a piece of paper over my face for like you know an hour at a time like it doesn't it doesn't bother me in the slightest you know what sim i never even like thought about that and any like young adolescents out there who are not feeling like they want to wear a mask, be more like Simran because that's that's actually so like literally like 
it's not about you when you wear a mask it's about other people mm -hmm. like so if you want to go clubbing great like feel free to do that when it's legal go for it obviously i get if you mm -hmm. miss it but then considering that you're going to be in a hot sweaty environment with loads of other people who are younger and especially considering that a lot of younger people haven't necessarily took up the vaccine um it's a lot more likely it's going to be spreading so then when you go home and you're surrounded by other innocent people who aren't choosing to put themselves in that situation the least you can do is just wear a mask for the half an hour or however long it takes to get home mm -hmm. but yeah we're Precisely, gonna... you don't really on. know why people are having to be out people still you know i've said this before that the lockdowns and the pandemic have bred a mass sense of germophobia and social anxiety so i think there are going to be a lot of people that don't want to be out people that aren't going to want to be in even restaurants and bars forget like you know nightclubs like sweaty stings nightclubs mm. um and that goes for young people as well as like older people as well that i think a lot of people prefer the lockdown living people still have to work from home like for the rest of this year um you know a lot of offices aren't taking people back yet so people are still scared mm -hmm. regardless of things opening people are still scared and it's like it would be like, incredibly selfish of myself and people my age that are go that are going to be going out clubbing and mixing with other people like freely especially like you said carlos a lot of us that haven't taken up the vaccine either um to then think that wearing a piece of like paper over my face for the 20 minute tube ride home mm. is like a restriction of my freedom and like um you know against my human rights and I don't think that's right in a sense I think you should like carry on doing your part because just because things have opened on July 19th doesn't mean like COVID's gone away mm -hmm. definitely so everyone take that on board but that doesn't mean that you can't have a good time. And obviously, July the 19th is just around the corner. If it goes ahead, means that we can start partying again. And on that note, make sure that you get your tickets for the Pi Radio <laughs> Afrobeats because I'm a piano event on the 25th of July, um, Sunday at um, Bowler Centre in Stratford. It's going to be a good time. It's basically like a mini festival. I know you guys will have missed that sort of thing and the vibes are just going to be great. And yeah, also we sold out last time. So like, because obviously it was meant to happen before. So, mm -hmm. and there's now you're lucky because there's more tickets available. So make sure you get them before they sell out again. But yeah, we're amazing. Gonna amazing segue, Carlos. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Wait, do you think it's going to happen? Do you think July nineteenth is going to go ahead? Honestly, yeah, I think that the yeah. I think that the Tories know that if they delay it more, because also I think like there are there are Tories like within the party that are also like we need that I I'm refusing to not open. I think Rishi Sunak said it, and maybe Saji Javid as well. Like they're they're all for it. So I think mm. I think even if it even if it was um, more logistical to not um open up on july 19th i don't think that they would take that step possibly i can see them opening up and keeping some restrictions in place maybe but i think definitely um maybe like saying okay i mean i'd like for them to say oh yeah we're still going to keep masks i don't think that's what they're going to do but like but yeah we'll just have to wait and see i think i imagine no, one day I feel like the tagline of this whole reopening thing has been like no masks, no social distancing, like it would be back to normal, like everything would be back to normal. Mm. And I, think, I guess on one hand, what people have to consider is what our definition of normal is has been changed forever. Yeah. You know, like we don't have normal anymore. Like after this whole thing, that like this is something that we might have to get used to. There might be another like um, 
infectious disease that comes around every 10 years this might have to be like a normal thing that we all have to get on board with now you know the working from home thing or the zoom lectures or zoom classroom stuff like um that just might be something that we have to kind of adapt to in the future like this might be the first of many um, i hope it's not touch wood it's not but obviously this might just be a thing now and also like i think people are really keen to get things open now because i think out of like pretty much most of the world we've had one of the best vaccine rollouts um like globally so i think people are kind of see, saying like what is the point in doing these vaccines and pushing people that people that really didn't want to have the vaccine in the first place to get the vaccine and now like to to delay it even further would kind of just be a kick in the teeth i feel like especially to a lot of us who are now vaccinated mm-hmm. yeah i think oh, if i was going to put a bet on it i would say i think july 19th will happen but like yeah. I said, I think one day I imagine they'll make an announcement. Fingers crossed. It is the one that we're rooting for. So, Carlos, what is the first thing that you're doing if everything goes to plan and everything opens July 19th? Um, I am going to the Pi Radio Afrobeats Vizama <laughs> Piano event on the 25th um, of July. Um, now, nah, like, um, I don't know. Um, the thing is, like, I'm not really one... I don't really care about clubbing. I mean, I was kind of, if I'm being honest, I was kind of over it, like, before lockdown anyway. Like, I just, I much prefer, like, less clubby things, if that makes sense, like going to a bar or just staying at home, like, rather than going out clubbing per se. Like, I'm definitely, I don't know if that's me getting old or whatever, but it lost its appeal to me. I just found myself, like, you know, when you just stand there and all you can think of is just, like, the McDonald's you're going to go on the way home. Like, yeah. yeah, that's literally me, like, I even started getting that in, like, last year of uni, like, I was just done with it, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah, so I don't know, like, doesn't really change that much for me, I mean, I suppose, I think the one thing that I would look forward to doing is socialising, still carefully, but without mm-hmm. feeling guilty, though it's going to be weird, I think we're still going to feel guilty anyway. I think like, yeah, it comes back to kind of what I was saying about the masks thing. And also like now everyone's so conscious of like germs and like being around people. And is it okay to like, you know, make physical contact and hug and things like that. So now I feel like it is going to be hard to kind of get rid of that guilt, especially when um, a lot of this pandemic has been very blame oriented amongst like, you know, the young people got blamed, the BAME community got blamed, different religious groups got blamed, you know, different um geographical location you know leicester manchester they all got blamed like mm-hmm. it's been a very blame oriented year and a half where like the government has tried to offload i think the pressure on them and put it onto us which obviously isn't that wrong because we did have a sense of responsibility to upkeep and to you know maintain safety but you know i think a lot of people can say that a lot that the vast majority of the damage is done was probably due to the you know government guidance and the way the government handled the pandemic not you know people in leicester you know yeah. or people under the age of 25 yeah uh, it, the whole thing is just a massive size isn't it like i'm i think I, I was speaking to my friend yesterday actually when we were on our way to that um watch the match and we came out of in piccadilly because it's right next to piccadilly and was like walking down and there were these signs which were like make sure you keep your distance and it's just mad because like that was that was never a thing like it was just like that would never you would never encourage people to not get too close to each other which i mean i kind of like because i don't like people getting too close to me but at the same time it's just mad like 
how it's like you say we're never going to go back to normal it's just going to be a new normal mm-hmm. i just feel like now like you said like with the signs and stuff like i remember when those signs started coming up out and like things started reopening like eat out to help out last year and stuff i remember taking pictures of all these signs and all the social distancing measures in place being like i want to remember this being a thing like i want to remember that this ever happened like so it'll come from my snapchat memories in like 10 years time and i'd be like whoa like we had to social distance all the time like it just feels weird that now we're coming to the end of it a how weird it's going to be not to be socially distant from people constantly and be like will we ever return to that? What we knew yeah. in like 2019 or early 2020, like, you know, willy nearly just kind of being around as many people as we want to and not ever caring about how many germs have been transferred or, you know, if that person's wearing a mask to protect the air around us, you know, it just doesn't, I just, it feels weird not being able, not having to care about that. Yeah, but then it's weird because there's going to be a whole generation. I think they're called the alpha generation who were born in 2015 onwards um and they're just gonna this is gonna be normal for them like you know what i mean like they're not gonna know any life before this like it's crazy that is scary like you know when you have you seen those videos of like people taking their babies to the supermarket for the first time the babies that were born in covid and they've gone to the supermarket and they're like overwhelmed by the fact that there's like you know that these people that there's more people that exist outside of their parents and their house and like a different place even exists like that is honestly it baffles me I'm sure that if if it wasn't so focused on trying to end COVID, it would be a very interesting and psychology experiment. But you know, it would make a very interesting psychology experiment. So, would you say lockdown, like lockdown, didn't make you miss wanting to go clubbing more? If anything, it probably solidified the fact that you got over it. Yeah, I mean, I miss like I just miss like having a good time with my mates. I don't miss clubbing. Like they're two very different things. Like I'd much yeah. rather like just go away with my friends, like an Airbnb or something, and just have a good mm-hmm. time rather than go out. Like it, it, I don't know. I just find it overrated to be honest. I don't know if that's the clubs I'm going to or whether it's just me that I've just got bored of it. I don't know. I think also that the fact that like stuff like getting an Airbnb with your friends now, regardless of pre or post july 19th is made so much more difficult because of covid in general like the prices have hiked so much like there's less availability people want to make sure that you're like the right candidate i've seen and like you know obviously the cleaning procedures before and after which hopefully are are happening but um it's kind of unfair that like you know people like yourself won't necessarily be like out clubbing or like you know doing the crazy stuff or like whatever other people have planned but the stuff that you wanted to do that was considered relatively like chilled or normal pre-covid have now become a lot more like inaccessible and difficult to do Mm. i mean the other thing is not fair but also it's like what can you do like yeah it's the prices going up for me like honestly the fact that the price of everything has gone up like the price of like you know drinks outside like um entry to places i said i spent like 20 pounds getting into a place like last week oh that was so painful i'm still not over it and i paid in cash as well just so it wouldn't hurt it still hurts i'm not over it either (laughs) like honestly (laughs) i know Um, honestly um but yeah the fact that like the demand has gone up so and then they can hike the price up accordingly i guess it's fair enough i'd probably do the same thing if i was in their position but god it hurts (laughs) it hurts so bad (laughs) another thing that we (laughs) wanted to talk about was this euros thing with schools right Mm -hmm. i've seen a facebook post where, where a school actually explicitly said if you want to like um 
if your child goes to bed later because obviously the game is going to finish quite late um, and they're not up to school in the morning, we'd rather them come in at 10.30 in the morning um, instead of whatever it is, like 8 or 8.30 that it normally would be. And we won't mark them late, we won't, we won't mark them as absent as long as they come in till for like 10.30. They were like, we'd rather have children um, full of energy and ready to learn than children who are tired or children that missed the entire day. So they basically gave parents leeway and basically saying that we we accept that you you know dropping your kids off a bit later if they're tired and you want them to stay up because and they put a little bit at the bottom of like um you know this is the first time 55 years this has happened and whether they win or lose it's a lesson to be learned and you know you can like teach your kids something from this or whatever um I thought it was interesting and I thought it was quite a nice way to phrase it but it is kind of crazy that stuff like this is a thing I've never experienced it I mean I mean, obviously, in my time at school, England never got to the final of anything. But, like, yeah. I've never experienced that sort of leeway. That's a bit, I don't know, it's mad. Like, yeah, to me, it is. I, I like it and I respect it and I, I and I like the way that they phrased the post and the way they were respectful of it but it, it does just but something about that really baffles me I feel like it should just be like um if your kid stays up late you know get them to school like you're the one that let them stay up late on one hand and then the other hand yeah. is very like oh like you know 55 years is kind of once in a lifetime thing I guess it's I... like um it's yeah, I don't know how I quite feel on it. And then also, a lot of people were saying that they wanted a general... Sorry? No, sorry, go on. I think you paused for a second there. Oh. A lot of people were saying they wanted, like, a general late start, like, across the nation, like, offices, mm. like, you know, workplaces and... Um, schools like should have should implement a slightly later start on monday because obviously everyone's going to be hungover everyone's going to be tired um and then and then i think a lot of people said if england win we should we should make that monday a national bank holiday i know yeah like realistically that was never gonna happen but like it would have been nice but it would have been nice it's just just a lot of um procedures to go through for one like football game to me do you know what i mean like it just seems like a lot and um i saw people on my instagram specifically getting annoyed because there's a um petition that went around and it got over two hundred and fifty thousand signatures and it was to say um to make the late start on monday official and to make the monday a bank holiday if england win and a lot of people were annoyed because they were like petitions about um, Palestine and Gaza and stuff they don't get 250,000 signatures the farmers in India don't get 250,000 signatures yeah. so what does like um you know a German girl crying get yeah, 25,000 ex exactly pounds. it's the same then, thing as that like it's just yeah. a bit <sighs> what can you do but anyway I think we're gonna have to round things off today Simran but thanks so much for streaming in um thank you for having me no no worries obviously it's, it's your show as well even when you're in Slough <laughs> yeah i know it just doesn't doesn't feel the same but it's fine yeah we'll be back before you know it right well enjoy the rest of the show cheers yes that guys definitely stick around because we officially have casper in the building my name's gerns and welcome back to mango masala the south asian show and i'm joined here by casper himself well go on you good my people yeah yeah i'm good and for sure we can definitely hear you through the masks that's you can hear them yeah? yeah yeah come definitely. on let's calm let's calm let's calm so how are you doing how I'm is good i'm good i'm good you know just uh just been working just been working on my music and stuff trying mm -hmm. to further the career yeah no because trying I... to like influence as well like more of the younger generation in a better way in it you get me yeah Hopefully, yeah innit? like you i've seen like 
before um, we spoke on Instagram, mm-hmm. I did had did obviously know of you, and you have like quite a significant following. So you're definitely obviously yeah, 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 on yeah. your way. Like to on the way, things. my bro, on my way. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's just. Do you know what I mean? It's about time and effort, innit? You get me? Mm-hmm. That's all it is, innit? So yeah, dedication. That's about it, mm-hmm. innit? Do you know what I mean? For sure. So, obviously that track, So Active, presuming you call it So Active after yeah. So Sick, that was a yeah, nice yeah, little yeah. sample in there. Come on, come on. Had so, to, had to, had to sample that. I liked the tune when I was a kid, so... Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, when I heard the sample again on a beat, I thought, man, has to jump on that, innit? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like, yeah. do you think... Do you prefer like old school R and B or do you prefer the trap that is? I'm now? more of an old school geezer. Mm. I don't really like drill. I know I've made a few drill tracks, but drill mm. ain't my thing, you know. That's mm. it, innit? It's just I'm old school geezer. You get me? I like my Detroit as well. My Detroit music, my Rio, mm. the Young, my Peasy, stuff like that. <laughs> but other than that, it's about it. Yeah, you're saying in the break actually, weren't mm. you? That you're a lot more fan of us rather than yeah yeah UK us rap music. because obviously yeah, when i listen to the uk rap it just kind of reminds me of what i'm seeing so and most of it's not too positive so do you get me it's one of them in it mm. Mm. for sure mm. so obviously in that track so active yeah it was nice because you got like the difference between you got your rapping and then yeah, also yeah, a bit yeah, of exactly. vocals and honestly exactly. when i heard that i was like pleasantly surprised i was like because it's actually i know enough man thought enough man thought i couldn't sing you know that's what it was in it so yeah, and like, <laughs> it doesn't even sound like you've put like that much like autotune or anything on it. So like, Bro, you know, lazy you... with it, lazy yeah. with it, you get me? trust me, lazy with it, man. So yeah, clearly you can hold a tune, so that's like really good because yeah. obviously you can do tracks like that. That's it, that's it. So do you find that you, do you think in the future you'd want to do more tracks like that or just um, a, bit, a bit of both? Or? I like the wavy thing, mm. but I don't know, I want to get more deeper with it with the rapping it, you get me? Like, mm. that's what I'm saying, isn't it? Like, rap's my thing, but the wavy thing is just more commercial, isn't it? You know what I mean? To make people feel mm. the track, innit? You get me, but sure. I'd rather just do me on a beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get me? Yeah, because then it's not authentic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yourself, what I'm saying, like... innit? It's just raw, but it's you, innit? You know mm. what I mean? For sure. So, speaking about being authentic, obviously, listening to your music, you do talk a lot about, like, trap life and yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. basically linking with music. So, I uh-huh. wanted to like ask you like that particular like type of music yeah. do you think that it's now impossible to like how close do you think those like two are intertwined like the trap life and actually that type of music do you think that they are interchangeable or do you think that you can be part of one without being part of the other or... um i think with the trap, people are getting trapped in. People don't realise that it's affecting your family. Mummers mm. are going to cry. People are going to get hurt. People are going to... Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not a game, in it? Do you know what I mean? You're not mm. going to come into this game without... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Any, like... <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it, bro. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of them. It's like... Mm. You shouldn't you should be doing it, in it? Do you get me? Like, if you've got other options, there's education. Do you know what I mean? There's careers... There's talent as well, do you know what I mean? You can use your talent to further yourself, further your career, make yourself a better person, do you know what I mean? The youths these days, they listen to trap music, they want to be trappers. They get me? They're going home, yeah. literally, and they're playing this music, and even their mums are listening to it, thinking, yo, why is my son listening to this, bro? He's on about yeah. keeping a scorecard and this and that, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm on about, bro, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough, man, it's tough. But it is a shame, man. Like, it, it's a shame, it, bro, because it, the game ain't real no more, do you get me? Like, 
I'm only 21, but I'm old school. You get me? Like I, I believe in respect and everything. So how I see how the youths move these days with stabbings and shit. Like I'm not from uh, that generation, bro. Sorry. You get me? Sorry for everyone for um, swearing there. Reminder: we can't swear on air. What so. stabbings? No, the. <laughs> you said the other ass word. Oh, sh- so- sorry, 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 <laughs> apologies. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Apologies, apologies for that. Yeah, but um, but you know you're exactly right. Like, um, do you know what I mean? It's even, not, it's not on, man. It's not on. You get me, like. Yeah, even for example, the mm. instance at um a few years back um at literally Manchester Grammar School. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. With them, and that was literally because they they're obsessed with like that life. There was a kid. To be there was like a kid that. literally a few weeks ago in mm. Bolton. Do you get me? Who died? He was only. What, he was only like 13, Reese. Wow. You get me? He was only a kid, he got stabbed in it. Do you know what I mean? And like, I see it on a daily. Do you know what I mean? Kids changing around me. Do you know what I mean? Kids who I seen that could have had careers now going down this path. Mm. And it's not a path to go down to. If anyone's listening right now, don't go down this path. Do you get me? Stick to your education, listen to your parents. Mum's life, everything will work out for you. You get me? Swear down. So obviously that's advice for people mm. who are thinking of going down that path. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people who might be literally trapped and like want to get out? My niggas, if you chat, oh sorry, if you chat in the chat right now, do your thing and get out. Or if not, quit right now because you're only gonna end up dead or in jail, my brother. You get me? There's no way out of this. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Mm. There's no point. Do you get me? There's sure. no point in it. Do you know what I mean? If you love your mom. And if you if you appreciate your life and your way of living, allow it. You get me? Trust me. That's it. So if you like are feeling like that way about it, yeah. So what are you thinking like when you're like putting out music that doesn't oh, right. talk about that? See, this is where this my mum says the same thing to me. Do you get me? She's like, like she knows what I do in it. Saying that in any way, but she always says to me, "Why do you say it in tracks? Why do you do what you do?" Say in trucks, do this, that, you get me? Like, obviously, I turn around and I say to my mum, end of the day, I'm only saying it to tell people about the harsh realities. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I wanna, sometimes I might signific, like, signify like a certain situation and, and do you know what I mean? Stay on that situation and, and, and try, like, highlight it and show people that yeah. it's not a good thing to do in it. Mm. Do you know like, I tell people, like, I've took losses, do you get me? Like, I've took more losses than I've took wins in it. Do you know what I mean? That's, mm. that's straight up, do you know what I mean? Like, this, this track thing is not for anyone, but. If you can do it right, you can do it right. But if not, just allow it. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, Trust for me. sure. Mm? Yeah, stay in school, people. Though straight up. Yeah, Trust me. I think there is like a common thing of like mm. people at the top like asking, um, people who are involved in this sort of thing like why do you why why are you making music about it why are you doing that but at the end of the day yeah most of the time is that people are just making music about what they have experienced or what they are using. Exactly, like, so but like if, you, you if, if you want to, that's what I'm saying to you, do you know what I mean? That's art in itself is expressing yourself, do you know what I mean? Expressing your environment that you're living in. Mm. And obviously, I'm, I'm glad in it, alhamdulillah, I can do that, do you know what I mean? I can express myself and make myself feel better. When I go in the studio, I forget what I see on the road. Mm-hmm. Because I'm saying it, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, even though I'm seeing it in existence, I'm speaking it into existence as well. So it's leaving my mental state. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's mad to explain, yo. It's mad. It's deep. It's deep, man. Trust me. Nah, the like, rap thing is deep, bro. Like I swear down, if you're on road, and if you got a talent, if you like music, this this could be a chance to get off. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't expecting to have like to go this deep in this conversation but like everything you're saying like is actually like Mm. making sense and me even as someone who is literally the exact opposite of that like literally nowhere (laughs) near involved in that (laughs) but like i can understand what you're saying like sort of thing yeah 
So we're going to play another track of yours now, which was previously unnamed, but you've decided to call it Drill Dirani. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this made that a little random thing then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, obviously that's got like the Asian sample in it. So like, how did yeah. that come about? Um, can't lie to you. I'm Obviously, I'm half Asian myself. I'm half Asian, half black. So I love my Asian music. So like when I hear it, I wanted to put it and mix it with something that was kind of trapped. So I thought, I do some of that's like Bollywood, but drilling it, you get me? Mm. And everyone was feeling it when I played it. You know what? All tight DJ Limelight as well, BBC One Extra. Yeah, big up. As soon as he like heard that track, my man was just putting it on the radio, yo, do you get me? Like it was on it was it was just playing on Asian Network straight away. Now we're buzzing from do you get me? Like that mm. gave me that like, more confidence, do you know what I mean? Because I was like my first radio plays, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was excited, innit? Do you get me? Mm-hmm. It's one of them, innit? So just before we play that actually, um I wanted to ask, because obviously I wasn't particularly sure of your background, yeah. but um, how how are you how have you found that obviously growing up as someone who's mixed, mixed race mi- and also mixed race Asian and black because it's I, mad bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> the thing because I'm mixed myself, so I'm half white, half Asian. Oh yeah, and yeah, and I th- and I think okay. that I think that a lot of the time the conversation surrounding mixed race people yeah. um, focuses on you're half white. And something else, and something but else. it doesn't focus on like if you're like mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, if you're mixed and yeah, stuff like that, that's what exactly. I'm saying. So, like, how so, how is that for you? Like, can't lie to you. Obviously, all most of my mates are multicultural. Like, I've got Arab mates, Palestinian mates, mm-hmm. Iraqi mates. Then I've got my pa- Pakistani mates, my mm-hmm. Indian mates, mm-hmm. my African mates. So like, it's all it's a diverse circle in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone's happy within each other. Obviously, I'm blessed to be in a town like Bolton because. It's just diverse, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's nice, do you know what I mean? The food's good, the food's tempting. If anyone's not been bought and come down, come eat, spots like Barakat, spots like Coolio's, you get me? Get yourself a scrum and you'll like it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I think Manchester mm-hmm. in general is just like, we're lucky to grow up in such like, a lucky, multicultural bro. We're lucky, bro. I've been other places. Like mm. I'm a traveller, bro. I've been Doncaster. I've been here, there. You get me? I've been cunt spots everywhere, bro. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, like I'm not going to lie to you, I've seen how the diversity is in it and it's not like it is here in it. Do you mm. know what I mean? The culture here is nice. That's why we're so blessed with the music as well. Like people don't realise money has got a different sound. Mm. Bolton itself has got its own angry sound, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's different, bro. If you hear Jordan McCann, yeah, yeah he's yeah. from he's literally from five minutes away from a house, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Little Houghton, which is in Bolton, but it's classed as Salford, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's I, in Bolton. I thought it was Salford, but yeah, that makes Little sense. Little Houghton's in Bolton. It's yeah, actually yeah, in Bolton. Yeah. It's literally five minutes away from my house. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But if you hear his sound, he's got that, that mm. aggy tone in it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's what, it's pain, sweet. bro. It's pain. You mm. get me? Because we've been through it, bro. We live like these London men, bro. We've been through the struggle, bro. You get me? Even if you you've lived rich in money, you've still witnessed some struggle, bro. Mm. Yeah, I mean, straight up, man, it's different, sure. bro. Obviously, you've said that you prefer the US scene, but is there anyone like in terms of in the UK scene or like from around Manchester that you particularly got your eye on? Uh, obviously, free up Tunde. Yeah, mm. say that 10 yeah, times. Yeah, I've seen, seen the picture, yeah. but is he actually locked up? Do we know uh, that? Yet? I say nothing in it. You get me? Obviously, mm. if, if if nobody knows nothing, nobody's nothing. But mm. free up everyone in it. Everyone who's locked inside right now in it. Do you get me? Do you know what I mean? There are a lot of hard spitters that are locked up and a lot of hard spitters that have just been set free, you get me? Like, man like Razor, just been freed up, you get me? You might have heard of him, innit? Razor, he's from Manny. He's right. hard as well, trust me. He's coming, he's going to have some mad stuff coming on the way. You get me? There's a few hard Manny rappers, you get me? Like, the mm-hmm. only scene I rate is Manny scene, man. Hmm. I can't really listen to anything else, innit? Unless it's old school, like Squeaks, 
Joe Blacks, you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of stuff, if it's like mm. UK stuff in it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like 2005, UK rap was hard from the, up to like 2015. And then mm. this kind of went to Joe, bro. And I don't rate Joe. Mm. I don't rate what they're trying to say to the youths in it, you get me? And like portray from, do you know what I mean? It's one of them, man. Do you see like drill lasting for a long time or do you think it's um, going to die out? I think drill has ruined the rap game. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say that 10 times, you get me? But at the end of the day, it is what it is. People expressing themselves, they're angry, you get me? Obviously, mm-hmm. you can do it in a different way. Do you know what I mean? You can say certain things in a different way, but it is what it is, isn't it, bro? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Hopefully, in the, hopefully, in the future, in the foreseeable future, music can become more of a positive progression, in it. You get me? Should I say in it? Do you know what I mean? Sure. That's all in it, do you know what I mean? Because right now, that's what's blowing, in it? You get me? <laughs> that's what's blowing bro you talking about some mad stuff wetting up man's and stuff is just mm. blowing bro you get me it's mad it's a shame though because it's like yeah. uh, i don't know but at the same time i don't know how much is the actual music to do with what's going on you know what i mean like is it just that the music is talking about what was already happening anyway or is it that the music is having a direct correlation with increasing violence except I don't think that. I don't think music increases violence. I think the influence of music could possibly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying it does because you hear what I spit about in it. Do you know what I mean? But obviously I think in the foreseeable future, rappers themselves in the hearts should look towards doing more positive things. You get me like mm. don't just jump in this rap thing for the money, jump in to change, you get me? Yeah. Jumping to change the game, innit? And you can't change the game unless you change yourself, you get me? And people don't realise that, do you know what I mean? That's mm. what I'm saying. So what I'm spitting about now ain't gonna help changing these youths, innit? But eventually in time, once I change myself, I'll be able to implicate that in my music, innit? Get me? But mm. right now I'm just a product of my environment, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Alright, we're gonna take a brief music break now. We're gonna play actually your um, fresh wave session. So oh do you wanna tell gee. us a bit about how that came about? Um my like lime like hit my up still. He was like, yo, gee, come here, do a fresh wave, this, that. So obviously I went down, I went and seen a few of my man them in London. All type my boy F, you get me, all type eighty eight, you get me. Mm. Mm. All type my killy boys, you get me, all my guys, you get me. Yes, Casper with his fresh wave session with DJ Limelight on Pi Radio, Manchester's number one youth-led radio station. So, towards the end of that, you said there's plenty more coming. So, what is coming? Um, Hella features, hella, do you know what I mean? Just One's going to be out here. I'm going to make sure the world hears the name, innit? The world knows about mm-hmm. Bolton, you get me? All right, there was Amir Khan before me that put Bolton on the map. It's my time now, bro, you get me? <laughs> Like, have you seen that new thing that he's in? Like the what, TV, that keeping the up TV with the cars? Series. You know what? I don't even <laughs> rate that, bro. My man's violating his, his thing on that, you know, bro. I swear <laughs> down. Do you get me? But it shows the ends in it a few times, so it's, it's calm in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's literally bringing keeping up with the Kardashians to Bolton. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't know what they're trying to do there, man. Do you get me? <laughs> but I mean, if you're listening, I'm sorry, yeah, that, bro. You get me? <laughs> Trust me. Mm? Oh, dear. But yeah, so loads of features. Any particular projects or just lots of like single um, stuff just looking to get on a few few more channels in it do you know what I mean like got plenty of stuff coming on GRM daily mixtape madness mm. just gonna make sure within a year I hopefully drop about 60 videos in it you get me 60 yeah so what's that 360 so that's a video every is that every week yeah more than a week that's a lot 
That's what I'm saying, isn't it? Uh, you get me? I want to drop a video every week because freedom's never promised as well. Do you get me? So, mm. obviously, the next one of them, man's man don't know whether or not because I've got a court case coming up as well soon. So, all right, don't really know what's going to go on with that. So, I'm just looking to put as much music out as I can to leave something behind. You get me? So, even if I do go away for whatever, whatever it is, you get me. Man's hearing it, you know what I mean? Man's still yeah. dying in people's hearts in it, you get me? It's one Leaving of them, a it? legacy behind. Yeah, I want to do that, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's got to be done, innit? You know what I mean? There's no one that's done it from Bolton, no one that's spat from Bolton, no one who's really done it mainstream. I tried to do it anyway, like me from Bolton, so it's mm-hmm. one of them, innit? But I've got my boy coming up. I've got a team full of talented boys, man. You get me? Like, my broskies are talented to flip, man. You get me? They can't. Like, bro, their flow's untouchable, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even lying, bro. You get me? Like, if it isn't me that's going to blow, hopefully, mm. hopefully, I hope one of my boys blows, do you get me? And do you get me? Like, that'll be the same as me blowing, do you get me? Inside, that feels the same, like, success, do you get me? Yeah. Hopefully, one of my guys does it. But all tight, Jay Guapo, he's got plenty coming as well. That's my guy from Bolton, Jay Guapo. Everyone lock into his stuff, man. Are you mad? Yeah? Yeah, no, I'm going to go look him up after this. Come on, come on. Wait, it's nice to hear you talk like that. Like, a lot of mm. people are very much... Um, into themselves. Focus, yeah, focused on purely themselves Listen, and not about you know what? them around them. Do you know what? My, my boys and my family, man, do you get me? Like, obviously, man ain't had a very easy life, do you get me? I left home at like 16, do you know what I mean? So, my boys have been my family since young, innit? Do you know what I mean? So, it's one of them, innit? Do you get me? Like, mm. it is what it is, bro. <laughs> do you think, like, what's it called? The saying, you choose your family, do you think that's like a valid thing? Like, you effectively um, choose who are you, who I'll be honest I'll be honest you can't choose your family you can't choose your family at all mm. do you know what I mean your family's given to you you get me like whatever situation anyone's in right now whether they're in a, a home that's abusive whether they're in a home that's do you know what I mean mm. uh, whether they're in a home that's just not even like sustainable do you know what I mean whatever it is whatever struggle you're going through just know there's better days do you get me trust me there's better days dark times don't last than it people think that you're going to stay mm. in a dark light, innit? Do you get me, but... They don't last, but then I suppose, like, if the people that are their actual family yeah. are the problem, I suppose sometimes people have to kind of attach themselves to other people to become their family, like... That's you know what I'm what saying, I mean? now. you're right. Yeah. Some people, like, the common human lacks attachment issues. Like, it's just a thing that we have naturally, scientifically, from being with our mothers as a kid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because the first thing we see is, is, do you know what I mean? Is a human, another person, innit? The first arms we're ever put into, the first, do you know what I mean? Is a human, innit? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So obviously we 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 seek that from our family, innit? Do you get me? Like obviously everyone's like everyone's got it in their own in in their own certain way. Do you get me? Like everyone's got their own struggles, innit? But mm-hmm. I love my mum, I love my dad. Do you get me? I love my sister. Everyone in my family, I love. Do you get me? And do you know what? Whatever we've been through, there's better times, innit? You get me? I'm gonna make sure I that, innit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Trust me, trust me. Nah, definitely. It's like really nice to hear you speak that way. Like, nah, 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 you true, like proper been surprising me today though. With, like <laughs> deep conversations and come all on this. G, come on, G, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, probably coming to the end of the show now. But do you want to tell people where they can find you? Find me on Instagram, Casper Official. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bolton in the house, you get me, you know mm-hmm. what it is. All type pie radio for having me down. All type demand them, free demand them. 
Do you know what I mean? This year's gonna be our year. If you wanna find me, I'm on YouTube. All you gotta do is search Caspan. I'll be there. You get me? Trust me. You know what I mean? Make sure you blow my things up, man. Come on, they're nearly touching half millions and like, come on, mm-hmm. this. keep pushing the thing, people, man. You get me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Get me to that million and that's it, innit? You get me? I'm up there. I might even go sleep for a bit. You get me? <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's one last thing to talk about, actually, mm. is um, so obviously, you, like you've just been saying there, it's a case of pushing numbers. That's yeah. what it's all about today. How do you find that? Because obviously you seem like someone who's like more like old school in the way they approach things. But then re- obviously at the moment, mm-hmm. everything's about oh, how many followers do you get? How many yeah. numbers do you get? All of that. Um, I think the realest tracks don't get the realest views in it. And I can't lie to you. Like I've seen that myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Myself. I can, I can show you tunes right now, even on my phone from people like Joe Blow. Do you know what I mean? The Jacker, like these American artists, do you know what I mean? Who who, who were legends, do you get me? Mm. Who were hitting two million views, three million views. Yeah. But their hardest tracks are on 20k views, bro. Their hardest tracks are on 7k views, like with 100 likes or something, bro. Like something embarrassing, yeah. bro. But they're the hardest tracks, but people don't realise, you get me? Nobody wants to hear your problems, bro. That's what it is. So when you speak real on a track, nobody wants to listen to it. You get me? So if you're gonna talk fake, that's how it blows. Look at you get me. I ain't sending for no one, fam, but I'm just saying, innit? You get me? Like all these little bando okay and all these man, innit? They live no struggle like us, fam. You get me? From money, we from the gritty side. You get me? Up north, innit? It's cold, it's dark out here. You get me? Trust me. Would you say yeah. you have a sense of, like northern pride then? Fully not. Listen, I'm I'm a northerner. Do you get me? I'm a northerner. I have a pasty bomb. Do you know what I mean? I have a pasty. <laughs> In a bomb, do you get me? With a bit of ketchup, do you get me? I, I love it, do you get me? I'm a pre Northern, I have a cheese and I have a cheese and crisp sandwich, do you get me? If you're telling me that's yeah. not Northern, yeah, then no worries, do you get me? Chris, Chris Butties, Chris Butties and that, you Just get me? Come carb on, upon carb upon carb. That's it, man, we love our pies, we love our, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I'd eat up North, innit? <laughs> well, anyone listening, and do you think that you're Northern and haven't had, like, what's it, mm. a pasty in a bomb? Go and try go and that. Try that. Yeah. Go to go to Greenhouses, yeah. Or go to where's the other one now, fam? I was gonna say cars, but you lot probably don't have cars pasties around this. A boat and uh, thing that in it. That's what I'm saying, innit? I don't know. I don't say know. Just say isn't that? No, obviously there's Greg's. Greg's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, Greg's they hey, don't do really nice cheese pasties, them though. Nah. Have you got Greenhouses? Yeah, I mean there, and also like, I think Weatherfields. I think I'm from Warrington originally, so I'm from Warrington, like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like an that's original. Crazy size, bro. That's going towards pool, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. It's not the boat annoying. It's like literally cutting like through. Down yeah, you got to cut yeah, through. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like and that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, moral of the story: go and have, um, what's it called, a pasty. Enjoy yourselves and make sure to tune in next week to Mango Masala, the South Asian show, on Pi Radio. You can follow us on our socials at Mango Masala Radio, except on Twitter where we're Mango Masala MCR. But until next week, my name's Gerns and I've been here with Casper and we will see you next week.